Welcome to Calvary Atheism Podcast. We exist to make disciples who live and love like Jesus. We hope this blesses you. Hello, everybody. Uh, praise God. How are you guys doing tonight? Woo! Awesome, awesome. Um, great, great, great. <laughs> There's two of us up here. <laughs> a lot of... Uh, a lot of strong men here. That's true. Yeah, Aaron, what's up. what's your answer? If you could get one gift, no budget, mm. and not just cash. Oh. Because I, I think a lot of people's default is like, give me a billion dollars. But that's to be like a thing that someone could We've give you. We've talked about this, and that's like almost nothing in our economy. But anyway. A billion dollars? Well, I think we talked about I can still do some work million. with a billion dollars. <laughs> um, earlier this morning, I had a conversation with someone. They said they wanted to have pointing shoes. Because they were ballet Wait, like pointy people? shoes like a Christmas elf or point so like, like a ballerina? You know, just do a little, you know, <laughs> that you kind of thing. You should do that more often. I should. I should indeed. Um, that would be for Sophia. Uh, but uh, I would love to have a, a house. And then I'd live in the house for a minute, uh-huh. you know. Because when someone gives you a gift, you can't just like give it away. That's like rude, no. you know. It's got to use it for a while. Yeah, no then gives I, back. Yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. Then um, I would sell it. And then do other stuff with the rest of the money elsewhere. So. What other and stuff? I'm thinking more like Malibu. Malibu, you know, so on like, on the waterfront. No, I don't like that. Are you? You're I not like a go out and swim in the I surf am, in the morning kind I of guy. I'm weary of what could happen. Sharks. If California fell into the ocean, this is where I am. Really? So that, I'm not about that life. Whoa. No. But I can swim. Is it a, is it like an earthquake? California falls into the ocean, sort of thing, or like a tsunami thing? Or tsunami. This isn't where we were planning to go, but I'm fascinated. Any sort of an event that puts you at the bottom of the briny, all that stuff. You're out. I'm not right. about it. No. Mm-mm. Actually, fun fact: my yeah. worst fear is being in the middle of the ocean at night. Oh, it's dark. Like in no a boat, lights. or just like floating, no, nothing just around. Floating. That is pretty. Because you can see hanging out there, and something like brushes your leg. Yeah. No thanks. Ugh. I was, no. t- I was, this is a, such a tangent, and then I'll be done with it and we'll okay. move forward. <laughs> I was getting my hair cut the other day, and the dude who was waiting for the chair next told a story about how he was in the ocean and a great white shark brushed up against his leg. Oh. But it was going towards a different surfer. And he was <laughs> like, bro, get out of there. No. And I was like, that's horrifying. No, no. Yeah. Bless you if you surf. Yeah. God is good. He protects we'll you. We'll pray for you. It's good stuff. Anywho, anyhow, it's good to be with you all tonight. Happy holiday season. Um, I, I always, when we do something like this, I always get up and say this is a little different than normal, but I think, I feel like I say that so frequently that like, what is normal? We're always doing something colorful and True. exciting up here. Um, but if you're used to coming and just getting, uh, one person up here preaching a sermon tonight will be different, um, than that. Um, and, uh, also if this is like your first night, just, uh, keep in mind that this is a little different format than we normally do. But what we wanted to do, Aaron and I wanted to come up here this evening, um, to kind of have like family talk. Right, and sometimes exactly. you like I don't know about your family, but it's like family talk. Who's in trouble? No one's in trouble. Uh, but I, it's kind of like the best example of like we're a family. Like yeah. we consider you our spiritual family, um, and we want to just get together and share some exciting things that that are going on in our church. Some mm-hmm. exciting things going mm-hmm. on in our lives, um, and really uh, at the top of this, uh, what I want to do is talk about some exciting things going on with Aaron Kajumba. Uh, Woo! Yeah, we love Aaron Kajumba. Um, so if this is like your first time with us or one of your first times, this is my friend Aaron. He is one of the most uh, marvelous men I've ever known. Um, he is also our high school pastor. Uh, he is our the, the man at the helm of this ministry. He is the, I, I've been saying like the lead high school pastor. Um, you said the big dog. The big dog. And I said I got that dog <laughs> in me. And That's I was you. Like, uh, um, <laughs> and um, 
and he loves us and he leads us very well. Uh, and this is a man that I've just like, I've, I've known him for years, but I've gotten to serve under him for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like he is the real deal, like what you see is what you get. And like I've seen him just invest in our leaders and just like give up his time to meet up with our leaders. I've seen him invest in you guys. He's a small group leader. Uh, make some noise if you're an Aaron small group. Yeah. And Joey and Austin, but we're talking about Aaron right now. Um, and... Uh, Gosh, he's an amazing preacher. Uh, I'm going to brag on you. Again, I, I mentioned this this morning, but um, th- this guy is just like pours out. Like he, his aim in life is really just to serve and be of service. Um, and it's not about him. And a, a prime example of that is last Sunday. Uh, if you were here last Sunday, we had a guest speaker, Brian Howard. Love Brian Howard. Uh, and so Aaron wasn't scheduled to teach. He had the week off. And at 6 in the morning on Sunday, was it 6? It might have been even earlier. I think it was around 6. Yeah, 6 a.m. He gets a call um, from middle school ministry, and they're like, hey, our speaker isn't able to speak anymore. Can you throw together a message and speak? And Aaron was like, yeah, I can do that. Um, and just like got up at dawn and uh, organized a message and went and taught. Because that's just the kind of man he is. He pours out. He's generous. He gives of himself. Maybe you've been on a mission trip with him, uh, or you've been at Live in Love with him, or been at camp with him, or you've sat under his teaching. Uh, and he is a gifted, and I would say an anointed pastor. Um, and He's more than that as well. Um, he's a phenomenally talented artist. Um, and I, I used the term earlier, media mogul. I don't know <laughs> if that's right. But, like, the man is so gifted at media arts, right? Like, he can make videos. He's a, a gifted cinematographer, photographer, editor. He makes podcasts. He makes content. Like, all of this stuff. Uh, he makes stickers. He makes clothes. Like, there, there's nothing that he really can't do. And so um, all of that um, is stuff that has been a huge blessing to us here at HSM. Um, and really when it comes to his ability in the arts and in media production and all of that, like we really haven't gotten to fully utilize the mm. spectrum of your gifts. Like there's a ton um, that you have brought to HSM, but also like you got more in the tank that you haven't um, had reason to really deploy here in HSM. Uh, and so all of that um, holds in mind. And then also to say here at Calvary Community Church, um, we have had for years now um, a growing number of people um, who call Calvary their home church who either live somewhere else or are unable to attend in person uh, or um, are here but are looking for more ways to connect during the week, all of that. And so for our executive team, for our elders, our leadership, there's been sort of like a wish list Uh, for about a decade now, I would say, um, of, gosh, wouldn't it be great uh, if someday we had a ministry that could be devoted to those people? Uh, how do we partner with people who are um, doing church from home or doing church from afar or yeah. are a part of our church but are looking for more discipleship during the week? And so that's been something that's been a dream and a prayer, uh, but not really a possibility uh, yeah. until recently. Uh, and so our church now, uh, praise God, is in a position where uh, we have the budget for it, uh, we have the need for it to be sure to be sure um, there's what do we say about 3,500 people who call Calvary mm-hmm. home but don't attend in person mm-hmm. um, so there's certainly a need for it and um, Calvary and our leadership and our elders um, agree that we have the man for it um, and that man is Aaron Kajumba and so what that means is that as of January 1 Aaron Kajumba will have a new title uh, and that will be Calvary Community Church's online pastor and we are very, yeah, you can cheer that. 
We are very excited about Thank that, you. and that's something Thank that we're you. celebrating. So we're, gonna, we're literally we're going to spend the rest of tonight talking about uh, what that is, what that means, the implications, celebrating. Uh, and so, Aaron, help us wrap our minds around it, because the most common question we've gotten next is, okay, well, what does that actually yeah. mean to be an online pastor? Does that mean you're just going to have a Zoom room open and preach at people? Uh, what, when we talk about online pastor, obviously this is a brand new ministry to Calvary. This is right. something that you're pioneering, right. and so it will kind of develop as it goes. But what, what should we think about when we think about the kind of stuff you'll be doing? Yeah, well, first of all, it's been a joy to be here uh, for three years, just pastoring you guys, whether it's in small group or camps or having uh, a coffee and living love or roasting you personally. It's just great. I just love You're doing it. At it too. Um, God is good. But the reality is um, in this season, the Lord has, has opened an opportunity for us as a church to meet a need in our community. And the beauty of that is that uh, the Lord is, has placed me in this space to do just that. What we're doing with online ministry, the question is valid because people be like, what does that mean? Are you going to be FaceTiming people? To some degree, FaceTime, Zoom, all those things as well. But there's kind of three things to it. First of all, there's a need uh, in our community. There's about 3,500 people that we've identified who come to our church, attend online, but don't have someone who is caring for them, paying attention to them, uh, prayer requests, things like that. Something we have here in our community, we say life change happens in relationship, but they don't have people who are doing just that with them. And so uh, my role will be to connect with them, pass them, walk them through life and whatnot. Um, a good example of that is there's a lady who was attending from South America, then moved to New York recently, but still is a part of that community. So to be able to connect with her and to pastor her specifically uh, would be a blessing. So there's that aspect of ministering, pastoring, uh, people through that, teaching the word as well. And then there's another aspect where you people here are a, a big part of that proponent. So there'll be an aspect of creating content that'll look like a photo, video, a podcast, video podcast, even written stuff that will help you guys and help us as a church be evangelistic, meaning whenever we put stuff on our uh, our Instagram, our, our uh, TikTok, whatever it is that we use as a, a source of media, that'll be something that you can send to people and encourage other people as well. How many of you guys have uh, any form of social media, right? How many of you guys share stuff on social media, right? How many of you ever thought social media could be a ministry? Like 100%, right? There's people you follow. How many of you guys follow Taylor Swift? <laughs> Whoa, in the room, was like, what's going on? Um, I think there are people who do that didn't put their hands Some up. people They're be like, disciples of Taylor Swift. Oh, wait, oh, that's what I'm trying hands. to say. They'd be like, this is where <laughs> I land. Disciples of Taylor Swift. <laughs> They'd be following in her footsteps. Anyway, the point is um, that these are opportunities we get to to lead people to Jesus. And we want to put those things in your hands, and I'll have the mind to help work through that, but also work through an online experience for people who, like when I uh, first joined in 2021, my wife and I had a small group for about a year and a half. And in that small group were about six couples, of which all those couples had never been on our campus for about a year and a half, which is crazy, right? Uh, but our own, their only physical touch was being in person in small group, but for the rest of that, they were joining online. And so to be able to uh, create space to minister to them and then give stuff to you in your hands to share and encourage other people, but also whatever you put in your hands, we trust will help with spiritual formation for you, right? I mean, maybe a Bible scripture reading encouragement video or something like that, but to help encourage all those things. So that will, in a general sense, will be what I'll be doing uh, right now. That's with online ministry. Very exciting. Um, and so with that, so stepping into the role of Calvary's online pastor, um, what that also means is that you will be stepping away from the role of Calvary HSM's high school 
pastor. So what does that mean for HSM moving forward? What can people expect? Will, they, will we still see you? What yeah, does that mean? it's a great question. I'm going to avoid one student. Just kidding, no. Um, you know who you are. I know who you are. No. Um, we, we uh, as we talked about all these things that were happening, one, my heart is to, again, make disciples who live in love like Jesus. That's my heart. Uh, I want to equip you for the work of the ministry. It's a blessing that uh, in this context, I will still be leading our small group. I'll still be volunteering uh, at high school ministry. I'll be preaching on the calendar as well. Uh, uh, not as much as I was before, but still an active uh, face and voice and space in the area as a volunteer. Uh, but with that, like Pastor Drew has mentioned, I'll be stepping out of that role. And January 1st, 2024, Pastor Drew Walton will be your high school pastor. <laughs> Guys, so, so, so amazing. Right? So amazing. Um, he's a man of the word. He loves the word, loves teaching. Uh, many of you guys have had lunch, dinner, all kinds of meals. Just Any sitting down. Meals. <laughs> all the meals. Breakfast. Meat. Just pouring out wisdom from him. Uh, a man of prayer. He's been on mission trips. He loves to make disciples. And it's a blessing, truly a blessing uh, to, to be under him. And so I'm excited to be serving under Pastor Drew Walton in 2024 as uh, what he's called a high-capacity volunteer. So that's Very what we'll be capacity. doing in that context. So yeah, We're yeah. excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if uh, I can go into some nostalgia, some We Love Aaron, Kajumba, some celebration mode. Take us back to the beginning. Yeah. What, like, what do you remember of, like, when did you come to HSM? Like, when did you begin as our high school pastor? What's your earliest memory of Calvary? How did you show up here? What were those early days like? Right. Fill us in. What was your story? Crazy. So um, I never knew what Calvary was. Like, the church didn't exist to me because I lived in Ventura. And so in my mind, it was Ventura, Camarillo, the grade, and then Agora. <laughs> I'm being very honest. It was just, just drive through, and that was it, right? Um, and so back back then in 2020, I was at a church in Ventura um, and was looking for a space to be be actively teaching the Word of God. Um, and an opportunity op opened up here where the current uh, the, the pastor at that time, Tony, uh, was transitioning out and going to uh, Nashville with his wife. Which actually Tony's going to be serving at the lock-in, which That's is true. wild, right? We have a, such a healthy like uh, space of high school pastors in this actual church is really cool. So he'll be serving at the lock-in. So if you want to meet the former pastor before, come to lock-in and awesome. Be, be a good thing. Um, but um, I remember, you guys remember Jacob Wood? Remember Jacob Wood? Jacob Wood, amazing guy, worship leader here for many years. When he was in high school, at Buena High School, we used to disciple Jacob Wood. And so uh, Pastor Brian Howard, who was a high school pastor then, also teaching pastor now, will be senior pastor in 2030 or by 2030. Crazy. Uh, he, uh, you know, I sat down with him with our foster son at the time and Jacob Wood in a little coffee shop in Ventura called Level Tea and Coffee. We talked for a little bit. I went and binged all the teachings I could about the church that talked about living and loving like Jesus and came and did an interview. And then uh, about 13 or so people throughout the day just telling my story, asking me who I was, and all that good stuff. And then one cold September in 2020, I taught, and all my slides failed. But praise God, I had my Bible, and I taught the text, and soon after, I got a call to join the team of high school ministry. 2021, it will be three years now. That's wild. Which is crazy. So that's the journey of me joining Calvary Community Church, and it has been 
an amazing, an amazing journey. One of those things that I've loved, actually, is having Pastor Drew come on to our team. When do you join, actually? Well, let's back up. This is not your first time, actually, being <laughs> on the high school ministry team no, or whatnot, but tell us how you came to Calvary, yep. right? And what are you excited for, for oh, the year coming forward? Yeah, so um, I have a long and storied history with Calvary at JSM. I was a student here um, in high school. That's when the Lord really like captured my heart and convinced me about uh, community and wanting to be a part of it. Um, and so when I was in high school, um, I was a student. And then uh, when I graduated, uh, kind of our limit, if you don't have this info yet and you're like, I'm a high school student and someday I'm going to be a leader, we would love that. Um, but also we make you wait a couple years so that you um, can go and have some life experience and then come back. And so um, I waited the two years and then I came back uh, and began uh, being a volunteer leader. I uh, did summer camp and I was a small group leader all while I was in college. I did that. Uh, I was a summer intern uh, for a summer. Interns? Interns, interns for the winter. winter. There you if go. If you guys know awesome. Ryan Henderson, he's our intern right now. And there you go. A real class act. We like him. Uh, I think we'll keep him. But um, I was an intern. I was a volunteer. Um, and then after um, uh, I graduated college, um, our high school pastor at the time, a man also named Drew, Drew Sams, uh, did something kind of similar to uh, what's happening with you, where he's staying a part, a vital part of Calvary, uh, but moving over to a different ministry. And so um, I got a call, and they said, hey, would you prayerfully consider being the temporary, or the word, the kind of churchy word is interim high school pastor for a year. And so uh, through prayer, I said yes. I did that for a year. And then at the end of that year, uh, we hired my best friend, Brian Howard, to be the high school pastor. I went back to the secular world. And then, uh, gosh, a year or two later, I got the call of like, hey, would you consider coming to be the associate director? And so did that for about five years. Um, Then the Lord called me to minister in some other places. And so about a year and a half ago, uh, I was blessed and called to come back here um, as the interim director once more. And then I became the interim pastor. And now in January, I will become the high school pastor. So crazy. That's awesome, guys. Give us some some love. Now, I don't know about you guys, but... um, it sounds like it sounds like bro, yo. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, the point is, uh, Pastor Drew. If you guys have heard those like moves and stuff happening with him, is that he's he's not unfamiliar to change, right? He's not unfamiliar to change. Uh, I am not, but just hearing his story specifically, where he was serving here, high school pastor, uh, interim, all these different things, going out as well, uh, doing ministry very much so in the secular world. Uh, and then coming back again to do the same thing. So he's not unfamiliar to change. But for some of us, this might be in the room and we have to acknowledge this. You're like, what is this? Some of you guys are seeing us for the first time. You're like, what? <laughs> Who is this guy? I don't know either guy? of those guys. He's from Africa? What? I didn't know that. Like, like all these things. Drew, he looks like Superman. Um, like all these things, all kinds of stuff. Norwegian Jesus is what we say. Anyway. <laughs> it's what you say. It's what I say. Um, but... The point is, like, with that, there's real concerns or fears or things that are, you have gone through because of how change has been difficult for you uh, or whatnot, or you're just unfamiliar with that. And so I want to ask you, Pastor Drew, can you uh, encourage us, talk us through what it's like for uh, just anyone going through change, what to expect and how to work through that also? What can we expect um, in, in jumping into this new shift with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's what I would just say. I, I think first, like, if we can all pause and acknowledge, like, 
Change is challenging most of the time, no matter how you spin it, uh, for a number of reasons. So, so just like, if we could encourage you, give yourself the grace to feel whatever you actually feel. Uh, and so if you're sitting here and you're hearing that Aaron is not going to be the high school pastor, we'll still see him, but his role is changing. We're going to get a little less of him. If you hear that and that makes you sad or that makes you bummed out, that like, totally makes sense. Like, feel sad, feel bummed out. It, it is kind of sad. Um, or if you're feeling, if you're sitting here and like you've known me, uh, you, maybe you have a closeness with me and you're excited about this next season, like, feel excited. And if you're sitting here and you feel both at the same time, like, that's great. Like, feel both at the same time. And so, like, it, it is definitely something that you're going to um, journey through your own way. Like Aaron said, maybe you're in the room and you're like, I don't know either of those guys. This is fine. Whatever. Like, great. Um, but as you have questions, as you want to process, um, the luxury really is, like, Aaron's not going anywhere. And so um, he'll still be a dear friend of HSM. He'll still be involved in HSM to the, the ability that he has. But if, if you have questions for us, if you want to process with us, we would love that. Uh, we're both very excited about this. Every, about everything that's happening. I'm so excited for Aaron and the role uh, that he's stepping into. Aaron's been so excited and like really like so, so generous for months now of like, hey, if this is the direction it goes, like I want to set you up for success. Like we're very excited for each other. There's no like secret story behind the scenes of like someone like Aaron did something crazy and he's like being removed or Drew was gunning for Aaron's job. Like there is none of that. Like genuinely, like we feel that this is a move of the Lord and we're very excited. Uh, we would love to process with you. And then if you're sitting here and you're like, change scares me, is everything in HSM going to change? Um, the, re the reality is, uh, as far as programming, you're not going to experience any significant changes moving forward. Like, HSM is in such a healthy spot right now. Uh, we feel like we're just like, just scratching the surface of what the Lord wants to do here in this next season, in this next chapter. And so uh, if you're like, uh, there's a change in leadership. Does that mean small groups are going away? Or are we canceling mission trips? Or is Live in Love not coming back? Like, no, all of those things um, will continue on, and we're very excited. And so uh, we're just excited to step into what the Lord has for us to continue um, building you guys up, encouraging you, loving you, um, challenging you in uh, healthy and growth-oriented ways, uh, it, partnering with you as you invite your friends um, to know Jesus and explore Jesus for themselves. Um, even if they haven't resolved that, we're very excited about it. And so um, it's going to be a good season moving forward. Um, Aaron, if I could ask you, so looking back at your time as high school pastor here at HSM, yeah. what are the things, uh, whether they're moments or um, programs that we've done or experiences that you've had, conversations, like 10 years from now, if someone sat you down and was like, hey, what do you remember most about your time as the high school pastor at Calvary? Like, what are the things that, like, jump to the front of your mind? What are the things that you'll remember, either that you're like, gosh, I really loved that, or like, that was crazy, can't believe we got through that, or pulled that off, or just like, what are some of the things that will come to your mind from your experience? Yeah, I think one of the bigger things would be this, um, the fact that in, in this space, high school ministry, uh, we truly are a people, when we write stuff on the word like, God's people delight in God's word, that is a reality for us. You won't come a Sunday to this room and not hear the gospel of how Jesus came down and lived a perfect life and died for us, a rebellious, sinful people. And then, like, literally, they killed him for that. And he was willing to not only uh, rise from the dead, and, and but also give us opportunity to trust him for new life. You'll hear that in every single Sunday message or every Saturday message or Wednesday message or Tuesday message or Monday message for Margaret Beats on Monday um, or Sunday. Shout out Sunday crew. Uh, to get to this place and to hear the gospel, you will always hear that. And I think 
that's a, been a big thing for me to know that 10 years from now, five years from now, you will be a people who love God's word and love Jesus and live in love like him because you've been taught well. I think one of the other things would be the fact that all of the, the leaders in this room are so intentional and so empathetic and so personal. Uh, when we say life change happens in relationship, it's a reality for these people, which is why they're spending time on after a long day of work or even a Sunday evening to come out here to spend time with you, to preach the gospel to you, uh, putting gas in their car, sometimes paying for pizzas and all kinds of crazy things, right? My, my small group, we've gone to so many photo trips to all kinds of random spots all over California. Why? Because we, we want to spend time with each other. And I think that the beauty of their self-sacrificial love, and you will hear me talk about this often, that love is when you seek someone's highest good even at your own expense. These leaders love you. They love you. And I've, I've, I've seen other students at places and leaders love people, but the way they do it here is unique. It's self-sacrificial. It's real. It's, it's authentic. And I think in turn that helps you turn around and do the same when you invite people to like the lock-in, right? You're because you invite them because you, you love them. You want them to experience the Lord or to um, winter camp or even to FNL. I, I love FNL, like for real. That's one of my favorite um, events. Why? Because you're able to invite people to, to a space where they've never been to church before and experience the love of Jesus. So those are things that will stand out to me for sure. Amen. What about um, any like funny stories or like crazy Whew. experiences or what are some of the like weirder moments you found yourself in? I have a few. Some of them I will have to expose my small group, so I should not share those. Perfect. Share it in great keep, detail. Yeah, they, they want me to share those details. <laughs> I keep those for us and them, right? Um, however, there's two that stand out to me. One of them was with my small group, uh, is that they went to, when we went to winter camp, I believe they stopped at either a Lowe's. Was it Lowe's? Lowe's. It was a Lowe's. At a Lowe's on the way to winter camp, bought a bunch of cardboard. And then we're sliding down the sides of the mountain. Like later on, I got these, these videos from Joey DeAndre, who's my other co-leader for small group, and Austin as well. But I got these videos of these guys just sliding down the mountain on these cardboard, just nothing but cardboard. This is pretty wild. That was dope. Then the other one also happened at winter camp. I don't know why it happened at winter camp. Sign up. I, crazy things, guys. I was riding up the mountain. When next to me was uh, Sean Nichols. Sean Nichols, you in the room? Yeah, small group. There he is. There you go. Um, we're, we're, we're riding up the mountain, and at this stop, this stop on the way up, guys, guys, how many guys love to eat, like, food from food trucks? You're like, food? <laughs> no, but food from food trucks specifically it has a specific kind of a taste. It's like all the stuff, it's just a specific mix. You know, whatever it is, the dust, the what, I don't know, it's great. So I, I had a quesadilla suiza. Who knows what that is? That's, that's, you know what that is? Yeah, straight up, just like cheese, and then like some asada inside there. It was great. And I had some tacos as well. So I got some tacos. I got some quesadilla suiza. And then I had, what else? Horchata. Yes. Come on, now. Praise God, somebody. Anyway, the point is, I was eating this stuff, and I, you know, was starting to digest, and all this stuff is great. Um, we're going up the mountain, and... And going up this mountain, I, I get carsick easily when I read things as I'm in the car. I don't know what student was. Well, I know, but I'm not going to say their name. They were like, Aaron, look at this thing. Read it for me. And I was like, oh, 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 praise God. And I read it. And then after like three minutes, 
I felt really sick, and I needed to do what? What do you think? Oh, you heard about this? Oh, snap. Guys, now, I, I they needed are to... windy mountains. Bro, it was crazy. Whoa. And so someone gives me this, this, this bag... Those like throw up bags or like yeah, blue like or whatever. Bag. And so I'm like sitting on the bus going up the mountain right next to me, Sean Nichols, and I'm just quietly throwing up. <laughs> and no one else knew on the bus except me and Sean Nichols. And then maybe some leaders who maybe, maybe snitched. I don't know. Yeah. Or told someone. That's Sean Nichols, though. He's evolved. He, he, he keeps you can trust him with your bar. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, so those are fun moments for sure. Amen. But of course, I think one of the other fun moments, we're just coming to FNL mm. uh, and having students come in, putting it together is good, hard work. Then um, allowing, again, students to come and meet and have conversations is great. Small group has been one of my favorite times. Shout out small group. Where are you guys at? Nice. Um, it's been an amazing time to watch these boys grow from 2021 all the way through. Uh, even as a graduate high school, we believe, again, that life change happens in a relationship. We'll continue to have um, life and change and relationship and uh, share their lives as they continue to grow. But those have been really key points for me uh, serving here in HSM. Yeah. Amen. What about, um, how would you say you've encountered Jesus in your time here? Like, how, where have you seen him at work? What have you seen him doing? Like, what, how have you experienced him personally here at HSM? Yeah. Um, I, I think the bigger th aspect for us here in this room is that when we come here, we come to have an experience with Jesus. And not an experience for the sake of just feeling an experience in our heart, but to have actual life change. And so when we have sermons and preach from this space, I, people always walk up and be like, that's a great sermon, bro. Or some people, great speech. I'm like, whoa, praise God. Uh, but but they, they'll give you that encouragement. But usually, I, I, in my heart, I know it's going to take maybe a week or two weeks to see what the Lord's doing. And so to have maybe a week or two weeks after to see the Lord do things in the lives of students, where students are making valid and conscious decisions to break up relationships with people who they not, should not be dating, right? Or they make decisions to stop drinking or to stop, you know, cutting themselves or to stop lying to their parents or to stop watching pornography. And not just stop things, but to start new things, right? Because the gospel is not just about saying, no, don't do this. To say no is to say yes to something else. And to, to say yes to Jesus, to say yes to fullness, to say yes to purity, to say yes to uh, fullness of life and grace where they can begin to forgive themselves and give that forgiveness and that grace to people around them. So that has been an amazing thing to see here. I think in this year alone... Right, and this year alone, we've had, if I'm not mistaken, about 53 people or more who gave their life to Jesus for the first time, which is amazing, right? And you might be like, I don't know, altar calls are a real thing or whatnot, but no, like we've we've been in a space where the gospel has been the forefront of every leader's mind, be it in a small group, be it at camp, and giving opportunity for students, young people, to respond to the gospel and watching them do so has been amazing. Amen. Um, there's one more person that I want to invite up to the stage, um, and that is our dear beloved friend, Sophia Hartman. Sophia, where are you? Get up here. Hello. Yeah, if you guys know Sophia, you love Sophia. There she is. Look at her. Um, give her some noise as she comes yeah, give up, her guys. Some more noise. Come on. Here, we'll put her right in the middle. Hey. Yeah. What's up? Hey. She's still coming, guys. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Don't, hey. don't keep yes, clapping. Yes, Sophia. Keep <laughs> clapping. Ten minutes standing ovation <laughs> for Sophia. Go. No. Um, 
Sophia, if you know Sophia, you love Sophia. Um, so up until now, Sophia's title has been Associate High School Director. And come January, Sophia's title will be Associate High School Director. The title is the same, but the role is different. And here's what that means. So yes. as Aaron uh, vacates the role of high school pastor, and I step, step into that, um, my role is now vacant. Mm-hmm. Well, not really. Because Sophia is going to be stepping in. She will become the number two a- yeah. in high school ministry. Woo! Very um, excited. And we are very excited about this. Um, she has been nothing but a blessing to this ministry. And, it, and if you've interacted with her, I would wager she's been nothing but a blessing to you. Uh, and so some of what you can expect from that is you'll be hearing her preach more frequently, which we're excited Come about. On. All right. Um, She'll be at the helm of small groups, which is very Yay. exciting. Um, Shout out to all my small group girls because yeah. there's a lot of you she's now. She's got an <laughs> empire. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, but, um, and, and many other things. Yeah. So all of it is in very capable hands. I'm very excited to have you um, in this role. So give, give us a little bit about, um, let's go to your history on, honestly, like how did, how and when did you wind up at Calvary? How did the Lord bring you here? And then what are you excited about stepping into this new season? Yeah, absolutely. So really fast, I snitched on you about the barfing up to winter <gasps> camp. <gasps> It and I told uh, my new small group, I told them like two weeks ago. I don't know what brought it up, but we were sitting around at Bella Gray and Rocky Gray's house just with like the, f- the heaters were on and everyone was all cozy and snuggled up. And we were talking about winter camp and I was like, did you guys know that Aaron is like a classic bus barfer? And they were like, what? And so I fully outed you as Mr. Carsick because there was another time we went up to Big Bear in a van together to do a leader retreat. This is a year and a half ago at this point. And Aaron barfed on that car ride too. He loves to do it. With Courtney and Jake and everybody in the van. And I wasn't there, but I heard about it. And I have an aversion to throw up, so me and Aaron will never be on the same bus together. Just know that. Um, no, but I am so, now that it's, oh, the confession, it's off my chest. Um, I, uh, I'm crazy, so excited. crazy. <laughs> I'm so excited to be um, the associate director for high school ministry. As you guys know, Jacob Wood. May he rest in uh, heaven with oh, the rest dead. of Ventura. He's not dead. He's not Ventura. It's not the same. I know. I know. He's dead to me, but <laughs> I miss him. Um, but anyways, Jake leaving in July left me as a so- as an associate director, but obviously sharing that with Drew. And so, um, but primarily what my role has been since really 2021, I was at the Cultivate Conference in Ojai. Was anyone here oh, at that Cultivate. event? One yes. person. That's Gavin. what I was expecting. Gavin White. Gavin White and our drummer Davis, Old who's thing. here today. That's he was there true. too. Um, wow. But 2021 was when I started serving with um, HSM. I went to 2021 summer mm. camp, and that was what like hooked me into it. I led worship at that event, and really, it was like I went to I went I was a volunteer, and then I was a small group leader with Paulina, and then all of a sudden I was leading worship every Sunday, and then that led to me being the year long intern of last year which is why it seems like I never go away because I just went from one thing to the next. And then after my internship um, was over, uh, Calvary decided to keep me on for the summer and then ultimately make me a full-time employee, which is like crazy to think because I used to drive by Calvary and be like, I'm never going to go to that church. Like you could catch me dead in Calvary. And that was just because I just had a bad taste in my mouth towards 
I don't even know what, but it was just Large there was honestly yeah. no reason. I went to Oaks Christian Barfing as a sixth grader. Yeah, yeah, no, when I was in sixth grade, I went to Oaks Christian, and it wasn't a good year for me, not because of Oaks, but because of me. And so I was just like, I'll never set foot on that campus again. So to now be employed here is crazy, and just be obedient and trust in what God has for you. But um, basically, I won't be leading worship as much with HSM anymore, but I'll still be here. So I'll still be roaming, roaming the room, right? I'll be here. Um, there's a lot of things that go on on a Sunday that you guys have literally no idea about that we all have to handle. And so losing this guy means big shoes to fill, number one, but also just there's holes in places that need to be filled. And so that makes sense now why we brought Amanda. Is it all starting to click? Yes, that's why we brought Miss Amanda Howard, Mrs., I should say. And so Amanda filling that role allows me to now be the fullness of what the associate director title holds. So I'm so excited. We love you guys. I mean, everybody thinks I, if a stranger meets me and I talk about you guys, I'll be like, oh yeah, my kids this, my kids that. And they're like, you're really young. How many kids do you have? I'm like, like 150, like roughly on a Sunday. Um, and so you guys are like family to us and we're gonna miss Aaron so much, but he's not going really hardly anywhere. Um, Anyway, so it's going to be a great time. Happy to, happy to be a part of the change. Amen. We are excited about this. Um, as we kind of start to land the plane of this conversation, if you're in the band, you can start making your way up. Um, Aaron, if I could ask you, um, I'm going to embarrass her, but um, what, tell me about, what, what's your read on Sophia Hartman? She, she a good egg? Should we keep her around? No. Um, why are you excited about her continuing to lead in HSM? What, what have you seen of, of her as a leader, as a woman of God? Um, I feel like you've had a front row seat to her whole journey here at HSM up until now. And so give us your vantage point. Um, I, I don't know about this whole story about barfing now. I'm yeah, kind of like sounds biased, you know. Um, no, but I, I think, honestly, there's a sense that uh, Sophia has a strong spiritual insight to where the Lord is leading her, but also the people around her. And so uh, with a heart that's inclined towards Jesus, meaning she listens to the Lord and she just not listens, but also responds to his voice. Uh, I believe that humility allows for a space to uh, then be active in pouring out to other people, not in her own strength, but in that which God provides. And I'm excited to see that happen in this context. Now, practically, Sophia got a lot going on, okay? She got a lot like she can preach, she can teach. Uh, those are two different things. Uh, but she can also uh, have skills with social and all kinds of different things that she's like equipped to. Administrative, just thinking through things is great. But I think that aspect alone allows for her to be uh, a great leader. And also, uh, Pastor Drew has uh, similarly the same kind of spirit where he's really inclined to this man prays more than most people that actually I'm aware of. And so he listens to and is in tune with the Spirit of God. There have been many times we've been in conversation that he'll just be like, hey, I feel like we're supposed to do this. I'm like, oh, what? I guess we're, what? But he's just, we're just in tune for that sake because he's connected to the Lord. So I'm excited for both of you to see what the Lord does as you guys take this ministry forward, kicking off in January 1st, 2024. It's going to be a blessing. Very exciting. Um, so maybe, I'm going to go so I can underscore this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so, Aaron, maybe as like a closing question. Um, again, we're, you're not, it's not goodbye. Um, but um, how would you invite us to be praying for you 
stepping into this new season, like what, what can we um, add our voice to unto the Lord? Um, and then um, really my next question is like, how would you be praying for HSM? And, and maybe could you close tonight with a prayer for everybody in this room, everybody watching online for HSM, who you've loved so well? Um, I think uh, as we move into this new season, I think it's a joy to see many of you grow and continue to grow. Um, one thing Pastor Drew has made clear, and I we've, hope we've made clear, is that this is not a goodbye. This is a continued relationship, just in a different context. I've told people before, there is no upper mobility. This is just a different change and shift of a place where you serve, um, be it when you hit 30, 35, 40, for 12. <laughs> no one's here should be 12, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but to serve in whatever place just shifts. And so um, what I would ask for you guys to pray for me as, as I lead and begin to uh, trust God for this in this new season is you pray for wisdom. Right? Pray for wisdom that I'm able to discern. The Bible talks about the people, uh, the men of Issachar, 200 men who were able to dis discern the times and were attentive to what the Spirit was doing. And so pray for wisdom. Uh, but also pray for, for humility, that my heart stays softened to what the God of the universe wants for our church, for Calvary Community Church. Uh, just pray for favor. So pray, pray for wisdom, right? Pray for humility and just pray for favor that that will rest upon me as I learn to make an, uh, new disciples in this context for us. And I, I'd like to pray over you guys um, right now. Can I say two things? Yeah, please. Do. Um, the, the first is um, everything we've talked about tonight um, is something that happens on January 1. And so I just want to encourage you all, like, it's December. And so sometimes it's easy to hear what's next and be, like, mentally on to the next. But um, what I would ask is would you continue to show um, Aaron the honor, the respect of the high school pastor? He is still the high school pastor for December. Um, and so we look to him to lead us in this month. Um, if he asks you um, to do so, <laughs> that sounds like you're like their boss. But, like, just, like, continue to approach him with the authority of your high school pastor because he still is. Um, and the second thing that I would ask is if Aaron has blessed you in any way in your life, um, whether that's just maybe you've never even met him, but you've sat under his teaching. Um, maybe you've um, talked to him on a bus ride to camp. Maybe you've been on a mission trip. Maybe you've had coffee with him. Maybe he's been your small group leader. But if he's poured into you in a way that's blessed your life, tell him. Um, I think especially with transitions where he's not leaving, right? He's not like moving to Minnesota. Um, sometimes it's like, oh, I'll get around to it. I'll tell him later. But I just want to encourage you to, to not listen to that impulse and just grab him, whether it's tonight or in the next days or weeks. Um, tell him uh, how he's blessed you. Uh, I think that that would mean a lot to him. And so um, with that, uh, we're going to hand it over to our high school pastor uh, to close us in prayer. Lord, I just want to thank you for uh, just the hand of favor you've had upon us, how you've continued to bless and encourage and to minister and cause life shifts where people are turning from their way and turning to your way, Lord. There are people who are even now in this room hearing this, or God, it's a, an opportunity to be ministered to, to see healthy change and shifts, Lord. And so, Lord, what I pray for this ministry as it moves forward under Pastor Drew and Sophia in 2024, Lord, I pray for your power to be upon them. That will be undeniable that you are here, not just in this room, but amongst these students. That as their words are, are salted with your truth, Lord, people will see and they'll be marked by the difference of your Holy Spirit. 
I pray that you will give them, Lord God, the humility to trust you in all things, that they will not be a people who lean on their own understanding, but instead, Lord God, they will trust you in all their ways and you will give them clear direction where they will know their purpose. They'll be confident in that, Lord, and they'll be a people who make disciples, who are willing to preach the gospel, who regard all things nothing compared to the king who knows them, who loves them, who is for them and not against them. And so, Lord, I pray upon my brothers and sisters in this room or those who are watching online that they will have the heart, the heart of David that is inclined to be repentant towards you, that there'll be a people who are like the prophets of old, who are willing to forsake all things to be able to speak your truth in love. Live, give them grace and truth. Let them have the shield of faith as something to move forward, not just to defend the darts of the enemy, but as a power to move forward. Let your grace on their lives, Lord, be not just a way to be saved from sin, but power to live a godly life. We thank you and we praise you. And our gospel was said, amen. We hope that was a blessing to you. You can connect with us on social media at Calvary ETSM 805 on Instagram or on our website. God bless you.